0: Hi everyone. Welcome to Nom Watch Review, part of Nom Talk Network. On this show, we review the latest film drop or throwback celebrating a milestone while eating and nomming naminamis on our favorite noms um and while we discuss and talk about everything. Um so if you don't know who I am, I'm pretty sure you do. I have done much and plenty of reviews on this channel. My name is Jordan Orozco, um and right now I'm Uh, currently sipping on a multiverse old-fashioned. I'm always doing old-fashioned, did one last night. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just, this is the version of the multiverse version of me that just loves old-fashioned, but um, that's what I'm eating. I had some lovely wings earlier, some hot wings, and they were very, very good. Um, And I want to introduce our plethora of guests. We've never had this many guests on this channel and, and this show, and I'm so excited because I know all of them and most of them from watching this and from doing certain reviews and from hosting and also being guests on the show so welcome everyone i will go from the screen that i see to my right um so jefferson what's going on how are you
1: hey what up long time no see I'm i know Jeffrey right Torres. yeah <laughs> it's been a minute last time i was here was for the batman sub the man and i wanted to join for a turbo a Power Rangers movie but i was too busy but if another Power Rangers movie comes up, I'm down for it. Yeah. Are you eating on anything? Are you munching? Now I'm eating, uh, I, I guess it's like a, a furikake party mix. Seaweed uh, with pretzels in there. Yeah. I Hold on. Let me just wait. <laughs> How did I... It sounds so cloudy. Yeah. Ooh,
2: oh, nice. there
1: nice. That actually
2: looks
1: really yummy. It's like a trail mix
0: with seaweed. Yummy. That sounds that good. And good. And then... I will go next to Whitney.
3: How are you? It's good hey, I'm you. great. How's everyone going? I'm excited to be here again. Um, right now, I'm actually just having a good old-fashioned bang because hey. I need that oh. energy. Zero calories, zero sugars. So hey. good.
0: <laughs> wow, I have never had one of those. I think we talked about this last time. I was like, I've never had 100%. a bang. And I, don't, I don't know yeah. if I would. I don't yeah. know if I would go venture down that. You know, I've probably, probably got a cardiac arrest, but uh, it's
2: good to see you. Awesome to see you. Kenji, I saw you last night. It's good to see you again. What's going on? Uh, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me so much. Uh, I am Kenji. Uh, if you were here last night, welcome back. And uh, tonight I am eating a grass-fed beef burger from Burger Lounge. Ooh. It's Ooh. absolutely wonderful. Absolutely delicious. I highly recommend 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, that that sounds nom. Sounds
0: nom nom. Good to see you. And then Tony, I've never had you as a guest, but I've seen you do Selena and it was so great. How are you? What's going on?
4: I'm good. I'm good. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony. And uh, tonight I will be uh, drinking Liquid Death, which sounds a lot cooler than saying I'll be drinking water. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm currently nomming on strawberries. So um, this is not a reflection of my. Uh, I'm just trying to impress everybody with my okay. healthy choices. So it's not <laughs> indicative of how I actually eat. So
1: in, in a couple seconds, is liquid death different water? Like, does it hit different? Or
4: I think so. I personally do. I it I does. am such a water snob that yeah. there are definitely brands of water that I do not touch. Um, we can get into that later because that could be an I oh, Yes, thing. we
0: can. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm the expect. same way, like I like. The- <laughs> I'm like the girl in Signs, where there's like a different cup in my room of different waters, <laughs> and I cannot drink certain. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not touching uh, Fiji. I'm not touching Aquafina. Not doing that. Dude. Liquid Death, I will say, is the best when you're like. In a bar, and you're like, "I need water." There was a bar that sold liquid
4: death. I was like, "Give me that right now!" And I'll
3: it. take the liquid die.
4: Also, this <laughs> yeah. is such a flex. Whenever you're uh, like at an 8 a.m. like Zoom meeting with your boss, because it totally does look like you're just like chugging Miller Lights, yeah, like, <laughs> blatantly. And they're on, like, so, like, um, and I don't correct them. I don't correct that assumption either. So, I'm pretty sure everybody at my job thinks that I'm a raging alcoholic. So, thank you. Love have- it. <laughs>
1: Let's have the water hot takes when you guys review like Water World or Finding Dory or something. <laughs> <laughs> water World.
0: Water,
4: water World. World. <laughs> anyway.
1: World.
0: Um, you're right. Um, it's good to see you all. In case you all haven't known from the trailer, in case you all haven't known from what this thing is, what we're talking about, we are talking about the new movie, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness that just came out on Friday. Um, this was a mind fuck it was a huge like I literally was sitting there and felt like I was on acid for half of it because I was like and I've never done that but like I was like what's going on um oh my god I forgot to I forgot to say that this was my America Chavez old-fashioned because it packs a bunch that's what I wanted to say (laughs) and I forgot amazing um anyway (laughs) this movie man this movie was absolutely insane it was, the story was crazy, the casting, the cameos, all of it. We will talk about it tonight, um, and I know you all have a lot to say about it, because we briefly discussed it. I have a lot to say about it. I was very much anticipating this movie and very excited for it, um, and so I think we should just, like, get right in, because there's five of us, and we're gonna, we're gonna a lot to say. Um, so, going up to this movie, right, like, going up to, like, what this was, right, we have marvel cinematic universe like stage one right where we had all of the captain americas we had all of the iron mans we had all of the thors we had all of this right and then dr strange got introduced later into that and then it was like end game and then it was uh it was uh infinity wars then end game and then it was like boom that ended an era in the marvel cinematic universe and then you know after that we had wandavision we had falcon and the winter soldier you know we had like moon knight and then. All of a sudden we have movies that are coming out like this, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, and the fact that we had Sam Ra- Sam Raimi, who literally directed this film. And I think like that was one of the like the plus points for me for this film was the fact that like I love horror and I love things that can give me sort of like a jump and a scare. And this was like that, but with like Marvel, it was like plus, right? And it was just something that was just completely new and different for me. Um, so going up to this film, I think I had a lot of expectations and that was my fault, where I sort of expected certain things from the film and I didn't really get that. But there were other things that sort of made up made up for it for me that I could say sort of brought my score up and brought my expectations up to where I was like, okay, it was a pretty decent film, I'd go see it again. Um, let's start with you, Tony, since I haven't had you as a guest and I really wanna hear, what were your expectations coming in? What were your thoughts? What were your What's your history leading up to this film?
4: So I tend to, uh, and I've noticed it's a little bit different, uh, just because I tend to approach these MCU movies the same way that I approach comic books, because I am a longtime comic book reader. I, you know, my teachers definitely taught me my ABCs, but I definitely started to teach myself bigger vocabulary words using comic books. So when I say that I taught myself how to read using comic books, it's what I what I mean. Um, so I am very uh, familiar with the feeling of opening up a comic book and not really knowing what kind of story you're going to get. Because uh, even if you are reading, you know, one single arc, depending on if it's the same artist or not, if you're jumping around, if you're uh, all leading up to like, you know, one huge crossover event and you're jumping from like, you know, Dr. Strange title to a Spider-Man title. It's a very, very different story depending on what book you're reading, who's reading it and even who's drawing it. So I tend to approach most of those movies with that in mind, which does help me sort of keep my expectation low. With that being said, though, I do notice that the MCU follows this trend that very much mirrors like the history of comics itself, where it's like phase one and phase two is very like, you know, Silver Age and Golden Age, like the same trajectory that we see comics going from like the 1930s and 40s all the way up, I would say like right now, uh, it very much mirrors like the weird psychedelic horror influences that we saw a lot of in the 70s and 80s, and some people liked that stuff, and other people didn't. I definitely did. So watching this movie definitely just kind of like brought me back to my childhood. And it definitely reminded me of just like opening up a superhero, superhero comic and expecting a superhero story and then getting just a completely trippy, you know um, you know multiverse of like all these horror influences and all these like weird just dist- even sometimes disturbing imagery. So um, I love it. I dug it. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, but <laughs> I think it's just the fact that like I'm, I come from it as a comic book reader, which kind of de- definitely influences the way that I consume it as a movie.
0: That's great. I feel like, wow. Um, yeah, I, I totally resonate with that. And it's, it's interesting because I think Kenji too. Kenji, you're very familiar and we'll go to you next with more of like the comic book aspect of, the Marvel and like all of these things that are coming in and I think for me like one of the first times I was ever exposed to like Scarlet Witch was um, you know in high school I went in and read the whole series where she basically said no more mutants and then basically eradicated 90% of the mutant population on the planet right and so that was my first introduction to it and you're right like she's considered like a villain most of the time but I feel like and we'll go into this later, you know. And she's like, "And it was it was a line that was done in the trailer where she's like, you know, um, you save the world, and in a certain way, she ba- she basically something along the lines of like, you save the world, or you do something, and you get praised for it. But then when I try you to break do the rules, and you yeah. become a hero,
1: yeah. I break the rules, and I become the villain. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, yeah which is very, which is very
0: symbolic of like the I don't say misogyny, but like the 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 idea behind. Old comics making women like when they break the rules. It's it, there's no exception, right? Like you're considered the villain. Versus, like, and same thing we can see with like Jean Grey and Phoenix, right? Versus like when Captain America or Iron Man does, and it's like, oh, cute, you're fine. Like you're hot, you can just continue to do what you want to do. um Kenji, what about you? What were you thinking coming up to this? What were your thoughts um, coming into this film?
2: So, as far as the the character of Doctor Strange goes, I can actually say that he's probably the one that I haven't have studied the least which I which is really really sad because he's such a juicy character his character is so dense but oddly enough he was kind of one of the, I just I ended up not reading a whole lot of his comic books growing up as a kid ultimately I mean now since he's joined the MCU I've kind of backtracked I and mean, I've looked at his back catalog to see what he's got I think the character is absolutely just wonderful so like you know anything with Doctor Strange I mean first of all like it's, he's, a he's, his, his power set is so awesome. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Green Lantern, who is another superhero that I really dig. So like, I really, really, so like, I love the character in itself. So any movie that has him doing anything awesome, I'm for it. And as far as like the director is concerned, Sam Raimi, like, first of all, I mean, the Spider-Man movies aside, like, first of all, which, well, two thirds of those movies were great, Uh, but the, But, like, he's also got an amazing catalog, particularly when it comes to like horror and stuff. And he has a very interesting way of how he shoots his horror films. And this entire movie did exactly that. I just saw so many trademark, uh, I I like to call them Sam Raimi shots throughout the movie. And I, I was just so, I was having, I was loving every moment that I was seeing. Well, almost every moment that i was seeing but you know like it was phenomenal i think it was great visually and story-wise i thought it was great yeah great
0: um i i i think he definitely added his own little like stamp on this movie which made it for me which i was yeah, like it, if he, if he probably didn't direct this
2: I don't know if I, I don't know if I feel the same way. Do
0: you know what I mean? I don't,
2: I don't think we would even get the same kind of feel for the movie. I mean, it right. felt like, like I think I saw a meme where it's like a Trojan horse being pulled in and it says, Sam Raimi's pulling the horse and it says, Doctor Strange 2, but inside it says, Evil Dead 4.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like
2: it, and that's what the movie felt like. It, it, I thought it was awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Whitney, what about you? What were your feelings, expectations coming up to this movie?
3: So, this movie, you know, I was excited. It was made for me. It was a horror film, Sam Raimi, Doctor Strange, and Scarlet Witch, my favorite characters. So, it's like literally match made in heaven. So, leading up to it, you know, it was kind of misleading because at first I was like, all right, I was like, Scarlet Witch, you know, Wanda, she's going to be the villain. But then, as the trailers were released, it was sort of making it look like it was gonna be Doctor Strange. So I was like, oh snap, you know, like what's happening? So I went in being like, okay, I don't know what the whole arc, what the plot is gonna be, but I'm in it, you know? And I went in and I, I thoroughly did enjoy it because, you know, like we were just discussing signature Sam Raimi moments, you know? Evil Dead 4, yet all the cool, like campy horror fun stuff, which is brand new to the MCU to have that horror side of things. So I absolutely loved it. And I love the way that everything is headed. Um, there were some moments I didn't care for as much, but overall I genuinely
0: did love
3: the film. Mm,
0: great. Yeah. I gosh, it seems like Sam Raimi's like the like is like the thing that yeah. we're like, we're like, Sam Raimi,
1: it's
2: great. Yeah.
0: What about
1: you? Thoughts, feelings? Going to this, like I, I come in as like a movie fan and a comic book fan, but I'm more of a DC reader and I know DC as the multiverse people. So like to have a Marvel movie that's like about the multiverse, I'm like, Whoa, this is, this, this is not really what they're known for, but I'm down for it. And in the end, like I thought that they delivered somewhat, uh, but Sam Raimi, my God. Yeah. Like again, going off of what Kenji said, not that, not that it's literally evil dead four, but yeah, man, it was so fucking close to like what it. Could be if you just put it in like a superhero, like mm-hmm. uh, frosted cake. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's it's. I don't think that ending would have happened if this was like Scott Derrickson directing it. If this was, if mm-hmm. this was the Russo brothers directing it, they would not have that ending. If you know what I'm talking about, the, uh...
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: Rising from the edge. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Marvel is doing
0: is doing something strategically because. I feel like they got Sam Raimi for Doctor Strange and then they got um, uh, Aaron Moorhead and um, I can't remember who but for Moon Knight who they've done like horror but like plot twist like in the middle of the freaking thing and I'm a huge fan of Aaron Moorhead and I can't remember the other one's name but I've seen their films I've done that and I've seen and I'm like they're doing something very strategic with this phase in Marvel where I'm like it's kind of working, like it's kind of working. A lot um, more is it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot more like mindfuck and I'm like, I'm here for it, I love it. Um. So because of time, because of all this stuff, usually I go into every. but I feel like we can combine sort of like the story and the characters all into one, right? Um, Actors who've played them. So for me, obviously we know very well who the actors are, right? Um. There's both Benedicts, right? There's Benedict Cumberbatch, because oh, yeah. uh, I'm a Cumberbatch. Uh, that's what they call Cumberbatch, uh, like, following. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Benedict Cumberbatch. We got uh, the other Benedict who played Wong. We also have Elizabeth Olsen who played Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, and uh, we have the ones who play Wanda's kids and WandaVision in this. Um, we And so we have all these characters that have sort of, we followed throughout these like series and throughout you know the beginning of you know Marvel Phase One and Two um, into this film. The story itself. Now, I will say for me, <laughs> I, and I kind of mentioned this before. I didn't know that Wanda was going to be the main villain in this, and I think Whitney, you did allude to this earlier, where I was like, the trailer made it seem like it wasn't Wanda. Eventually, like it was yeah. somebody else, right? And then. When I it was like halfway through the movie, I like checked my watch and it was halfway through the movie and I was like, Oh, the villain's not changing. And I was like, No. Nope. I was like, fuck, there's no good for her. She's not gonna come out of it. Like, fuck, what's gonna happen? And um, and then I was like, shit. And I was like, I get it, I'm fine, like they need somebody to pick on, it's fine, but also can you just like redeem yourself in this movie? Because I love you, Wanda, and your power's awesome. But um I think the story, you know. There was a lot of things in the story that i felt were lacking um i felt there was just a lot of explanations that didn't sort of really happen so for example like the beginning scene with america and oh oh and then america chavez let's talk about her hello like with her two moms and just her being fucking amazing i was like yes here lgbtq representation like i was like i was like tearing up um when they were standing in that scene where they're in like the like the other universe where they can review, where they can review their memories um, and thought it was just absolutely beautiful. But um, that beginning scene where uh, the alternate, like the other universe, Doctor Strange, was, you know, doing all that. um, And then, uh, you know, basically was stealing her power and then she transported and then she came to Earth 616, which is what, you know, the other um, Christine was referring it to as. It makes no
1: goddamn sense. It doesn't at all. Doesn't
0: at
4: all. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to. Doesn't. <laughs> Didn't have to. I was I I was in a Friday night showing, and I was with a bunch of. You could tell that it was a bunch of comic book geeks, and with the minute that they said six one six, the whole audience is like, like. And wow. it was like I thought I would be the only one, but like the fact that like a good portion of that of that audience also was in it, it was like oh hello friends, like that's a really nice little.
1: <laughs> it's so different from the actual six one six. It right
4: <laughs> it is i mean but it doesn't i mean i i really um are we getting into story or are we still sticking on characters do it.
0: just do it let's do okay.
4: story i i was surprised that we didn't get to actually exist in very many multi like other universes um yeah. so i would say like that was something that definitely um was a bummer for me um, but I did see the value in trying to keep it contained because we've seen so many superhero stories that try to do way too much in way too little time. Mm-hmm. And I definitely like—I would have loved to have gone to more universes and actually spent more considerable time in there. But the fact that they're like, no, let's do what we can here and actually try to be a little self-contained, especially in a story that is just going off into already a billion different uh, directions. There's zombies here, there's a whole effing zombie, which like blew my mind and I was so excited to see, to actually see Marvel zombies actually on screen in the MCU. And it wasn't just a joke. It wasn't just Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's a multiverse where there are zombies. Like it was, that's canon now. That's amazing and wonderful Mm -hmm. and I love it and I dig it. Um, But I, I ultimately am very satisfied by where where it went just because I want the MCU to get weird. I want it to expand because if they just keep on giving me same phase one and phase two stuff, like, yes, that would be entertaining. I would be like, okay, yeah, that's not bad. And God knows, like, I am usually confronted with way more, you know, underwhelming uh, superhero films than, you know, ones that I'm actually satisfied by. But I love that we're just, now taking the moment to be like, you know what, fuck it. We're gonna spend $250 million to get weird. I'm okay with that. And in fact, I'm really, really excited about that. I love that it kind of opens up this whole new possibility of like talent and directors and writers to actually come in and put like a very, very weird spin in because yeah, like Marvel has been like, especially in the comics, it's been weird for a minute. Um, And if we try to keep on making things so realistic, I just feel like, yeah, there's an audience for that. And yes, that can be really cool and awesome but there's just so many other stories that we can be telling. So the fact that, yeah, this movie at a certain point just started to, it reminded me of Big Trouble in Little China at one point. Yes. And I was like, I'm here for it. I'm told, I never thought I would ever see another movie. Certainly not like a mainstream blockbuster like that, like in my lifetime. So yeah, I, I dug it. I loved where, what it did and where it went.
0: Sure. Jefferson, I saw you like freaking out for a little bit.
4: No,
1: just so um, Going off of what Tony said, uh, I with all that in mind, with the experimentalness of phase four and these different directors and these different voices coming in, I just want to like add that like, I don't think Eternals deserved the absolute onslaught it got from sure. critics or the audience critics. it's It was not as bad as people said. But anyway, if we're gonna talk about that. I'm saying that like Chloe Zhao and her voice like made Eternals and it was not that bad of a movie, I thought but uh with going going into multiverse sam Raimi, Raimi absolutely killed it with his directorial horror voice i uh, i i thought like i, I think like we can, we can all agree that he made this movie like not 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 like not only like literally but like this would not have been as good as anybody else yeah,
0: yeah. i yeah, I think I think for me, I think the issue was and I think Tony, I think like your perspective sort of gave it gave me like a whole no- so I'm gonna see it again on Friday with like a friend who's like, oh, I'm gonna wait to see it with you and hopefully I get the Doctor Strange popcorn bucket from like AMC because I really yes. want one. Um <laughs> but they're like sold out because they didn't limit the amount of that people could buy on opening night. Um
2: not I'm not gonna yeah, we're not getting into that. Um anyway.
0: Uh, I just want to so meet the I'm,
4: asshole that's sitting there with 10 of them in his lap yeah. life, like, while
2: they're watching. Go on, go on eBay. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah, You'll find that asshole. <laughs> I think for me, the
0: issue was it, it was it was weird enough to where I was like, I'm here for this. But it also was a bit confusing enough to where I was like, I don't know what could possibly happen and why it's happening and then Wanda was pissing me off, which also pissed me off because I'm like, she was pissing me off the whole movie. I'm like, you're doing it for your kids, but then I'm like, you're not a good person. And then it was that end scene when I'm like, oh, so you finally got your redemption, but not redemption, but you finally got what you, you deserved, right? But then also like nothing got resolved with you. There was nothing resolved. You're just like, oh, nothing can, like nobody's going to get hold of the dark hold again. And then I was just like, there, there wasn't any like, I didn't feel complete. And maybe that's the point, right? Like maybe that's the point with like this movie, but I didn't feel like the movie was done. And then it was like that last scene, right? Where the third eye comes out of like Steven. And I was like, huh, okay. Um, and so for me, it was just, it was, it was a little bit, I wanna hear from Kenji and I wanna hear from Whitney. What did you all think of the story? What were the things that were going through your head? Um, I know Kenji and I know Whitney, you all had different, um, different sort of popcorn readings than I did, but what were you thinking? Let's go to Whitney first and we'll go to Kenji.
3: Yeah, no, it was interesting, you know, after watching WandaVision and seeing her arc there and then coming to this, it kind of blew me away in the sense of like, I was excited, but then at the same time I was like, oh, there was so much work that went into this. But then they do explain it's the dark hole that's causing this. It's not like she's just kind of randomly, you know, like, this new character. So the Dark yeah. World does influence that, you know? So I'm like, okay, cool. That says a lot. Um, yeah, in regards to the story, uh, I mean, I like I said, I, I thoroughly loved it. I mean, I was expecting maybe certain cameos, like wishfully. I mean, I was hoping for like a little Loki in the background. I don't know why, like some kind of quick, you know? Or like, but I'm like, all right, fine. Um, but like you were saying in the end, it was just kind of very a quick realization where she's like oh never mind i feel bad okay dark holds destroyed peace you know i kind of like it didn't feel quite complete in the end but maybe like you said that is the point so i'm hoping yeah. to see a little more i'm wanting to i definitely want that she's and also she's not she's not dead there's no way you know?
1: i don't see there's no, no way. way we didn't no see body. I, no
4: I saw nobody i saw nobody No, we didn't see
3: it happen therefore she's alive
2: He's alive, well, well, as we all know, and the the first rule of comic
1: books is no death is permanent, so
3: exactly
1: <laughs> now that they can just bring back actors and say, Oh, this is uh, Captain Carter from Earth 420,
3: exactly.
1: Captain, <laughs> Captain Carter from Earth 420,
2: man, she must like toke it up. Well, she's a, a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's with all the fighting, Steve? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: here let me throw this it just like falls in front of her she's like damn <laughs> um, kenji what what did you think uh the story what what were your thoughts cuz i'm interested
2: so this story i thought was well it started off uh kind of like tr- i felt like a little bit more traditional marvel where you have like yeah. that you have you're you're starting off with your set piece right away and um but then of course it kind of like it but then like as it but the thing was like as this got the story progressed i feel like it got further and further away from your traditional marvel movie Mm -hmm. and you know we've got it's like visually like i was i remember sitting in the movie and i was like man if any parent like brought their kid into this movie, thinking it was going to be like the first Doctor Strange. Movie. Oh yeah! Holy shit, your kid is going to be going home with nightmares. Like own <laughs> nightmares, which are just mirror reflections of our own. <laughs> but read anyways, the um,
4: read the rating I'm read the rating.
2: Exactly, but I mean, I mean, of course, I mean, parents. have, Even with that said, parents still brought their kids to Deadpool. But anyways, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. They they. With that said, though, like I thought it was a. A great uh, the story was really good i loved how it jumped from dimension to dimension and i kind of I, I agree i wish there were some dimensions i wish we had st- stuck a while a little bit longer and like for instance at one point as they're going when there's that little sequence where they're going from dimension 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 and they're breaking through breaking through at one point they go into like a a very 2D hand-drawn world. And I partly was like, I was really hoping we could stay there for a little bit longer just because I was hoping we could see like maybe like the really like campy looking like spandex suit looking like superheroes for a quick second. But of course we, but but I also understand like for time sake, you know, you have to cut things down. which by the way, also I was surprised. This was one of the more shorter, recent Marvel uh, films it was like just over two hours which I and the fact that they were able to get such a good story in at just a little above two hours I think is phenomenal because a lot of times I mean it first of all it goes to show that you don't need a three-hour movie to tell a good comic book movie uh you can do exactly what you need to and you can get the atmosphere that you need to be built that needs to be built you get the tone that needs to be built all that stuff within a much smaller condensed amount of time and it's and it's possible i do agree that i wish there's you know i'm really hoping that we do more with scarlet witch because you know she is such an amazing and strong character i'm hoping we get to see more of her because like i mean not only that elizabeth olsen just she owns that role like i cannot like she just does a great job with it i i i, I want to see more i want to see more of it but yeah, yeah ultimately i feel like the tone the look, everything about this, it's, in a weird way, it's kind of what I've been, it was everything that I was hoping it would be, but also kind of threw some surprises at me, so yeah, Mm -hmm. I, that's my, that's my take on it. (laughs) Yeah, and speaking of surprises, the one of the, one of the
0: things that made this film for me was the freaking cameos, man. Yeah, The cameos, specifically with the Illuminati, Mm -hmm. specifically with, um, with, uh, you know, Wanda's kids, right? Like having watched WandaVision and being a huge fan of that entire series, right? And then freaking Agatha Harkness, right? Like just all the things, right? In WandaVision. And then coming into, because I was like, who's on the Illuminati? Like, right? Like we were all guessing. We knew Pat Stew was going to be there. We knew it. We just knew from Jump. And then it was just like, okay, we didn't know who else. So then uh, for 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 those of you right, like this is a huge spoiler. So if you're watching this, you're already spoiled. Too bad. Um, John Krasinski as freaking Reed Richards. Right? Like there were, rumors, there, were, there were rumors. There were were rumors that I know. I'm like, first of all, you're fine. Second of all, you're fine as Reed Richards. Third of all, you're fine. You're hot and you're smart. And I'm like, oh my god, like this is great. Then you have um, the 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 uh, gosh, not Mo- Monica Rambeau, right? The one and the only, who eventually becomes Captain America, right? Or uh, not Captain America, sorry, uh, uh, Captain Marvel, um, was Captain Marvel in the Illuminati. Um, you have um, Patrick Stewart, right? Professor X himself. You have Peggy, Peggy Carter, who's Captain America from What If, right? Like if you haven't seen What If the series, please watch it. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and then you have Black Bolt, who he, uh, the actor, uh, remind me his name again?
1: Oh, that's Enson Mount. Yes, who reprised his role
0: from Inhumans to mm-hmm. to come back as Black Bull. and we didn't know, like at least I didn't know that he was going to come back and be a part of the Illuminati. Um, and and then you have uh, Baron Mordo, who well, he's not Baron Mordo then, but he's a part of the Illuminati then um, in this movie. Who the, that literally was like, I'm like, okay, this is cool, this is amazing. You have all these people who, um, and then not to mention. Um, You have that statue that's in front of the sanctum in New York in this universe, where it actually looks like the actual comic book Doctor Strange, right? With the huge freaking cloak with the with the with the um gosh, what is it with the collar that comes out to here? Because Benedict Cumberbatch his his cloak doesn't come that far, right? But in the traditional way, like it came out to here, right? Like, like the um the cloak of levitation that he uses. Um, and so I thought that was just a really good play on just like sort of like the traditional Doctor Strange, right? Um, but the cameos I think made it for me. I think it was like one of the things that I was just like, they could have gone so many ways with the cameos, especially with the multiverse, and they went this way, right? And then especially, the way. yeah, and especially with like Christine in this alternate universe where she actually like that's her, and like in like some of the comics where she actually is this character and she comes out as, as, as this character, but, um, the way that they sort of intertwine this in, like, it was like two hours and six minutes, I think the movie was, Mm -hmm. um, was absolutely amazing. What did we all think about the cameos? Let's start with Jefferson.
1: Okay. Okay. I just want to say that, like, Instagram, superhero comic book Instagram is so annoying. If you go to the explore page, they're like, oh my God, ghostwriters in the movie. Holy shit, so Tobiers in the movie. I trust yeah. me, bro. That's my source. And now we can finally shut the fuck up.
4: Because yeah.
1: we have just seven characters and that's it. And it's not anyone you were thinking about. Tony, Tony Stark, Tom Cruise, not in the movie.
3: Literally, I was, I was like, where is he? Where is he?
1: Yeah. So we can finally just calm down and just like focus on the seven, but like really seven, we're focusing on like two because. John Krasinski as Fantastic Four and Patrick Stewart coming, coming in is a fucking deal after the Fox acquisition. Like, this yeah. is definitely their hint at what they could look like whenever yeah. Four or X Men finally show up, um, whenever that movie happens. Um, uh, I, I thought the cameos were. I, I thought they served their purpose in the scene that they were given, just. I, I we already know their fate, and it was just fucking hilarious how they they brought in all of these all of these people, all of these amazing, powerful fucking people, just to be like, oh, you think that you think we're gonna do this with them? Now i are just gonna die. It's like Sam Raimi's just big middle finger to the fan base, and it's just glorious. I loved every minute of it. Um, the only thing that I wished happened, and that's like a huge like a. Missed opportunity, and this is my, like, fan wank uh, bullshit, I, I wish that Patrick Stewart went up to Wanda and said, I know who your father is. Some, something. Something. <laughs> something. Wanda. missed opportunity.
0: I know your father. Or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, it was just, it was very interesting. And that was actually one of the problems that I had with it. And the, the friend that I went with, I talked to him after, I was like, so Professor X is supposed to be this like omega level mutant who is like one of the most powerful telepaths on the planet. And yet Wanda just cracked his neck and then that was it, in, in the mindscape. And I was like, I don't get that, right? And I get that Wanda is who Wanda is, but she has no telepathic abilities whatsoever. And so that I was like, mm, I don't know the we'll logic there. I was like, I don't know about that. And then when he died, I got really sad because I was like, that's Professor X. You don't fuck with Professor X, like yeah. at all. Like, you don't fuck with him. Um. Uh. Anyway, okay. So Whitney, let's go to you. What did you think about the cameos? What did you think about character um, casting for them? What was going on?
3: Yeah. So I mean, I kind of knew going in, you know, because of all the fan theories, and even like there was like a trailer that dropped a few days before it came out showing that, you know, Captain Carter was going to be in it and such. So you're like, okay, so you had an idea, but there was like one or two missing, you know, obviously John Krasinski, like my whole theater and I audibly gasped because of how many interviews and how many times he's like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not to the point where him and Emily Blunt were actually like, Annoyed and interviews and everything. So to actually see him on the screen, I was like, "Oh my fucking gosh!" Like, yes, uh, fucking
2: liar. John. Yeah, I
3: was like, "Never again, Jim." So, no, um, and uh, but yeah, Professor X coming out in the yellow wheelchair with the X Men theme. I was like, "Yes," that was iconic. Um, but yeah, sadly, you, you know, I got excited, but then going in, I'm like, "They're all gonna die," <laughs> and. Oh yeah and a a very Sam Raimi style that very campy horror you know just it was dope but I was just like wow this is definitely new for the MCU that kind of gore and that kind of fun with it so I mean I I had a lot of fun with the cameos like I said I was hoping for a little Loki somewhere in the background but it's okay there's still you know a lot of stuff coming out I have hopes Yeah. yeah um Kenji what did
0: you think
2: well, uh, definitely with those cameos, I was I was very uh, – ha- I was happy that we got to see the Mindscape, like actually see the Mindscape for a change, which I thought was really cool when uh, Professor X did the- – I-, I love that he even did the whole this thing before he started doing <laughs> – like we've never – he's never <laughs> done that in the box series, so I thought it was great that he no, – no, that, no. they, that they put that in there. He's never – he just kind of just sits there and goes – and just telepathically yeah. goes you're not the only one with gifts <laughs> <laughs>
1: notice okay I'm sorry
2: <clears throat> but like but like he we we didn't like with the like the wave like just like yeah. in the cartoons the other I was, like, thing so was all
0: X Men X-Men animated series ish yeah it very I'm, much like, he was. did this and it was
2: like ooh,
0: I was ooh. like yes oh my
2: god <laughs> yeah absolutely I and of course like I, I love the, the cameras that they had of course but because of what they were able to show, like I'm kind of with the piggyback of what Jefferson said, like we, we can actually finally see what they're capable, what we could possibly see going forward. And, you know, I know that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski have been saying like, oh no, we don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. But now that we see John here, we're just like, mm-hmm. oh. now we're looking at Emily going, well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yes, uh, But So we have that, I mean, of course, of course. I I also thought it was. You're absolutely right. The way that uh, Black Bolt ends up uh, kicking the can is also so Sam Raimi. It's like it's like a page right out of Evil Dead. Just like yeah. he just shrieks a little and he kills himself. I thought that was great. Um, I thought it was a great touch. I mean, honestly, like like it, it was one of those things where it's like the second you saw the all of them squaring up, it was like. Of course, if you know anything about comic books, you're just kind of like, you're all gonna, you're gonna die. Like, like, there's no way that, like, Scarlet Witch is one of the most, is probably the most powerful mutant. I guess, I guess she's not a mutant in this one. She's the most powerful uh, super being
1: that we have. I wanted confirmation on that too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So because of that, like, like. You know, so like it was just phenomenal. You're absolutely right. I wish we had a bit of more of a, I "I know who your father is" kind of bit. I a part of me really wanted to see Superior Iron Man. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie, I really yeah. wanted to see Superior yeah. Iron Man uh, with 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 the Maverick as <laughs> as a as a amazing. star. Bless it would him, have been a right? <laughs> the, the last Iron Man. Uh, (laughs) it would have been great i thought but you know i i get for whatever reasons why they didn't it it, on ultimately i think it worked it the what's cool is that i think about these cameos is also that these cameos didn't take away from the story no and i feel like a lot of times sometimes i feel like they sometimes kind of shoehorn cameos in every now and then sometimes they try and throw in like oh this i don't know if you know this but this superhero here that only had like a brief second to say something is actually somebody important, which of course they have at the, the end credit, but like to actually have that as like part of the, the the plot, you know. I actually I actually really like that these cameos serve their purpose and they serve their purpose well, you know. Yeah. And uh, I I'm really I I'm actually really looking forward to see what we're gonna do with the X-Men, what we're gonna do with the first family, because like you know, up until this point, movie theater, all the movie studios had. The main people, you know, like Spider Man was sold, Fantastic Four was sold. You know, all the technically A list superheroes were sold off. The rights were sold off, and Marvel Studios were left with B tier superheroes. Like Iron Man was not the super popular character that he was if it weren't for the movies. Yeah. So, like, honestly, to, to finally have these characters be on the screen and getting the treatment that they deserve, I feel like is great. Like we finally having like Professor X in the golden chair. Uh, the fantastic you know Reed Richards looking like a good Reed Richards and getting told exactly what he deserves (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly and like it's like I I think I just think it's you know I'm I'm looking forward I'm really excited to see where we're gonna go with this yeah and Tony what did you all think
4: um, I'm really mad that they even teased any of these cameos in the previews. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be- I'm, yeah. actually, I'm actually right there with her on that one. Yeah. How great would it have been if we just would have been like, I'm sorry, we're going where now? The yeah. Luminati? Who's here? Yeah. Like, we would have lost our effing minds. But yeah. the fact that they just had to go ahead and put in, you know, Patrick Stewart's hand just gliding along on his little you know yellow (laughs) wheelchair and i i i just well one i was excited to see everybody i was excited to see lashana lynch again i thought she was fantastic in in captain marvel and it was really sad to learn that like we weren't going to get her during present time because um, Uh, yeah um i really loved seeing uh hayley atwell uh become captain carter um anton mount i did not recognize him at all (laughs) <laughs> which was actually really cool because I was like, who the F is that? But I was so excited <laughs> just to see Black Bolt. So I was like, I'm, I don't care who it is. I'm just excited that you're here with the little thingy on your forehead. I appreciate you being here, sir. Um, I, I would have been, I'm such a huge X-Men fan. And I was definitely the most pumped to see Patrick Stewart just because Patrick Stewart is like God tier level casting. Like to me, there's only like a handful of people that have just been like perfectly cast. There's nobody else that could come close to it. Even though James McAvoy tries, bless him, he's great. However, like Patrick Stewart is just a whole other level. I was grateful to see them just be like, you know what? No, we're just going to go for it. We're going to put him in the yellow cover chair. We're going to have him do this, even though he he never does that. And there's never really a real, this doesn't amplify his telepathic abilities whatsoever. And we're going to put in the little squigglies so that way all the comic fans can just lose their shit. I was very <laughs> creative about that, but now seeing it, I'm just like, I understand why we didn't that before now. I'm glad yeah. it's here. I'm glad we yeah. got it out of our system.
0: I'm uh, really excited
4: okay. to see if prof- what you know the new Professor X will be in the MCU's reiteration of the X universe. We'll see. I have a lot of hopes, but also like I already know that I'm going to be disappointed about it just because there's it's too much expectation built over too much time. So I'm just trying to make yeah. my peace with it now. But I loved the cameos. I love that now MCU has kind of set a bar for what a cameo is. It's not just somebody coming in and doing two hours of work. I was really scared about that with uh, No Way Home because we all knew that like Toby and Andrew Garfield were going to be showing up. But the fact that, oh my God, it's like a third of the movie that they're in, which was like amazing. And that's why that movie works so well. And even Mm -hmm. here, like I was really scared that like, oh, it's just going to be this one scene in this, Mm -hmm. you know, sitting in these chairs and, you know, they're gonna have very minimal lines and the fact that there's like an entire set piece, there's an entire action sequence. And I love how they set this up in order to prove without a shadow of a doubt that Wanda Maximoff is the most powerful Avenger that she is. And we can finally put that to rest because I think what everybody kind of forgets is that she is a mutate. She's not a mutant in this universe, right? So because she's a mutate and there are no other people like her, nobody can really teach her how to be her, how to be a mutate. Whereas in, you know, in in the X-Men universe, you know, she's got her dad, she's got other mutants, she's got other people who have built over, you know, over decades of like being able to develop your abilities and all the techniques that you might be able to do that. And here she is just literally one, because it's brand new to her. She's trying to figure it out. She didn't even know that she could do what she could do in Westview. She had no clue that she was actually putting people in a whole TV sitcom. And now that she's got a whole magical little book of evil and now it's corrupted her and opened her up to all these like new levels of not only her own powers, but other, you know, uh, nifty little magics, you know, for her to tap into. I'm not bothered at all by her power level. I Mm. think it's exactly where it needs to be. I think it's always been really fascinating to see characters that are way too overpowered actually <laughs> not exert that kind of power on a daily basis because of their own um, feelings about how to use their powers responsibly or irresponsibly. Um, yeah, I'm really, I. where well, she's not dead. She's coming back, we know that. So yeah. I am really excited to see how that actually plays into the future Regardless, if this is going to be a post-multiverse of madness, Wanda, or if this becomes another Wanda in another universe or at another time,
1: yeah, I, I loved it
4: that- all. I loved it all.
1: I hope it's not the latter of the choices that you uh, mentioned, because that seems seems like such a cop out for the sacred it's, timeline to be be taken over by an alternate Wanda.
4: Yeah, no, for sure, it would be a cop out. But I mean, now that we have. ability to time travel and set these storylines at just different points throughout any of this like time means nothing in this universe and i think that's really awesome but also very frustrating because it's like time means nothing so who knows where they can go um yeah we'll see oh now that bums me out
0: (laughs) i think too i think you made a point and before i get everyone's popcorn buckets for this movie um I feel like you made it you made a good point where there was a lot of people especially within the comic book world where we started to see these characters get too powerful to where you know it was like Scarlet Witch and like Phoenix where they could basically just bend reality to their will and they had to be quote-unquote dumbed down not like like powered down in a way where it was just like if something happened, they were just like, snap a finger. And then it was just like, let's erase that. And then let's start over again. And then it, it it sort of complicates and it erases the fact that like all this stuff happened with all these other mutants, right? Where it was like Wolverine. It was like, um, you have this whole, you know this whole anthology of Wolverine this whole anthology of Professor professors all these people happening. But then this one person can come in and, and like erase that for something that, you know, they could. And I feel like you're right there is like that weird thing where sort of and especially like women who are like in power right like it's very rare to exert their full cap- like capability of their their powers and i feel like this movie proved that that's not going to be the case anymore for anything anymore i feel like wanda was like we know what she's capable of right us that have, that have read the comics like she's barely tapping into the like her reality warping like skills, right, like barely, right? Like dream walking is nothing, right? Like this woman can literally snap her fingers and create an alternate reality without even thinking about it, like without an infinity stone, right? And so we're, we're just seeing like what she's capable of and you're right, she's like one of the most powerful people in, in the Marvel universe at this point. And so I'm excited to see where it goes. She's for sure not dead. If somebody wants to argue that with me, you're gonna die. Um, <laughs> but she's for sure not dead. But let's get to because we're running out of time. Let's get to our popcorn bucket ratings because I know this is what this show is all about. Let's start with Kenji. What would you give this popcorn bucket out of uh, from a
2: zero to five? I would give this movie a four. I mean, I thought it was great. I thought the <clears throat> story was phenomenal, the performances were great. I don't think anybody, there's no there wasn't necessarily a weak performance in the whole thing. Um, the only you know, but however, it is. I, it, it's not a perfect movie. You know, it's it's not a perfect movie. You know, it has some issues. Like the, the beginning, it was a little bit, you know, you know, too as I expected. But I mean, maybe that's the point. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna see it again next week, so I'll my I, I, my my opinion might change. But as it is right now, it's uh, it's a four out of five. Perfect. Whitney, what are we doing? What what's our popcorn buckets?
3: Gonna give it a four out of five as well. You know, loved. Sam Raimi, I loved that. This was such a different MCU film. It was horror. Performances were phenomenal. So I'm going to give it a
0: four. Perfect. And Jefferson, what about you?
1: For, I'm going to give it a three as a Marvel, but a four as a Sam Raimi. I thought it was just a, a good Marvel movie. I just thought like some characters, OK, I'm just, I, I, we didn't have time to talk about her, but America Chavez deserved way more than just being a plot device. Yeah. It's a three for me, absolutely. but as a Sam Raimi movie, it's a four. It's a fucking lit Sam Raimi movie. I agree with that. I absolutely yeah. agree with that. We didn't 100%. have we didn't have a chance to talk about America, um, but yeah, it literally was just like a pawn in, yeah. in the plot.
0: Um, and then last but not least, Tony. What what, what, what will we?
4: Say? I'm gonna give it a four out of five um it's not perfect it's not i mean there are definitely some things that i wanted to see like for example i really thought agatha was going to come back in this movie oh, i wish know, she, she got been amazing uh, coming out but imagine if we had had Benedict cumberbatch doctor strange with agatha oh, i mean it would have been so amazing and so amazing. great i get why they don't why they didn't go there but i oh, the possibilities would have been amazing um and then yeah america chavez i I think I've, I, I see what Marvel is doing where they're trying to use their marquee characters as springboards for these new characters. So like I I, I kind of saw it coming because they've done that with the Disney plus films. But yeah, mm-hmm. I agree where it's like, I would have enjoyed more screen time with her because I think, One, I love that they cast so young because I think I always forget how young America Chavez actually is. But uh, I I love that it just got weird, especially when you are a household name like Marvel MCU movies are, and you're going to go ahead and take the risk of like pissing off like, you know, all these parents groups that i'm sure are just writing up all sort of certainly worded letters in order to say that this was not an appropriate movie for my little timmy and it's like well, will leave little timmy at home then like or just yeah, like it wasn't
1: even movie. that gory
4: right or no like, it's not even that it's movie. like it's fine
0: lit- um, little timmy literally saw peggy carter get sawed in half like <laughs> chill out I mean, like like no
4: Jordan, there were no intestines. We were fine. It was okay. Oh, no. okay? It was we knew what was to. going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was alluded to. Okay. There were some off-screen intestines. All right. Like we were fine. Uh, but no, I, I love when uh, big name uh, movies like this, just decide like, you know what, F it, we can do whatever we want. Everyone's still going to show up. We're still going to like, go ahead and have, you know, our reputation and our name and we're going to actually decide to do something a little weird and a little different. I wish more big studios would do that. Um, but we know they don't so yeah four out of five
1: shout out to if you want if you want that everything everywhere all at once this is a superior multiverse movie oh my no. god i am kenji
2: kenji oh my god
0: we're not talking about this right now because me and kenji we talked about <laughs> this <laughs> for like literally 20 minutes last if you I'm like or
2: love it, it. No, no, no no i haven't so seen love. it i need to go fucking see it. love it yeah amazing movie are you fucking kidding me it's like my favorite movie I, i've this seen year, it so far Yes, yeah, I love it. So okay. no, I, I I
0: still need to go see it. I'll probably go yeah. see it tomorrow or Thursday, but I will. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. Only because of some of the things that I said tonight. Um, I do feel like there were some things that were skipped over. I do feel like certain things for character development were not made. I do feel like Doctor Strange could have been developed a little bit more. I don't feel like any of his character was like added on to besides the fact that like they alluded to the fact that he really wanted Christine and he wasn't happy. Other than that, like the only thing that he did was learn how to use a little bit of spells in the Darkhold and that was it. So I would have loved to have seen a little bit more growth and a little bit more like, oh, okay. Like I may have learned this, right? Like there wasn't any completion for me, first for character. Um, Wanda's not dead. I didn't really also see any development with her, right? Like, yeah, she was corrupt with the Darkhold but I didn't really see any redeeming qualities besides the fact that she's like, nobody's going to ever be corrupt with the dark world again. And I'm like, good for you. But it took your kids being afraid of you to realize that even though I could have told you that in the beginning of the film, that you're an asshole. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I could have told you that, but like, it was like one I of the mean, things that she needed. Like, it was one of the
4: have not been turned into an asshole after getting our hands on an evil book of magic. I mean, oh we've God. all been there. We've all Yeah. Been
1: there. Yeah. I'm still there. Like, that I don't know what I mean was the Penny no, catalog for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. And with that, y'all, um, this has been a really fun and an amazing uh, review with you all. It's so good to see you. Um, so, but that's all the time we have to talk about Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Um, sorry I didn't get to any of your questions on the little channels um, or anything like that, but it was so good if you joined us. Thank you so much for joining us live. Um, be sure to join us on our Discord to keep the conversation going. Shout out to all my guests. Shout out to Jefferson, Whitney, Kenji, and Tony. It's so wonderful to see you all. Quick, quick, quick. Um, where can we find you
1: all, Jefferson, go? Oh, uh, Jeffersaurus on everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. Nice. Whitney.
3: And on Instagram under whimsical Whitney underscore and Whitney us on Facebook and Twitter.
2: Nice. Kenji. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok as KenGenator. You can also find me on Twitch as the Genator. And on Sundays, I am a part of a, po- a D&D podcast uh, with my father. And that is KD in LA at 3 a.m. on Sundays. Nice. Still got to join that. Uh, and Tony, where can we find
4: um, you? You guys can find me on all the social medias at the Tony Sanchez. Tony with an I, Sanchez with a Z.
0: Nice. And you can find me, I'm on Instagram, City stars 13 I'm also on TikTok at Jordan Daniels here, Jordan with a Y. I have to add some more stuff. Once I turn in my thesis on Sunday, I'll probably all <laughs> over TikTok, so it'll be fine. Um, don't forget, not much review and basic benches are now in podcast form. If you miss these live streams, don't worry about it. You can listen the next day on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or where you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to our, to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, as well as here on Twitch. All of our platforms are at NOM Talk Network. I would like to give a huge thank you and a huge appreciation to Steph for being our producer this evening. You're awesome. Thank you for keeping us in line. Thank you for keeping us in check. Um, thank you for doing all this wonderful stuff that you do for this channel. You're amazing. Um, so our next show is going to be tomorrow night where I will be hosting a NOMA review on the fifth element, which turns 30 tomorrow, which I'm like, That's my favorite. That's like one of my favorite movies. And I'm 34. So that came out when I was four. So (laughs) Um, I'm so excited to do it. I love it. Um, But anyway, it's so good to see you all. Until then, I'm your host, Jordan Orozco, and I hope you have a nomorific evening. So bye, everyone.